Welcome to another episode of Chat with Dan. This is your host, Dan. Now, before we start, let me just tell you that we are starting a new season right now. So get ready, because we have a lot of amazing people coming to the show. In the meantime, enjoy this episode. Keep having an amazing rest of the day or evening, of course, depending where you are. But also, if it is your birthday, let me just wish you an amazing, incredible happy birthday. And again, thank you so much for listening to it. And I'll see you in the next one. Joe, how are you today, man? I'm pretty good. Yeah, went for a hike. It's a good day. There you go. There you go. That's great. I love it. I love it. How's the how's the weather for you over there? Uh, it's kind of overcast, but then we're getting some nice sunshine in there, too. And it's that nice, it's perfect hiking weather because it's not too hot, not too cold. I love, it. I love it. That's so cool. So, man, welcome to the show. Uh, it is so cool and awesome to have you here. I mean, what better way to spend uh, a regular Tuesday with someone as bad as you? You know what I mean? So, let's get started with a whole uh, with a whole uh, interview here. So, you know, starting with a with a whole question, right? Tell me how your passion for acting started. Uh, probably as a kid. Um, uh, yeah, my my grandma made me costumes when I was a kid. And okay. uh, so she she f painted my face like Darth Maul and gave me like mm. the hood and like a cloak and yeah she made me a king costume and Superman so she just really like fanned the flame she saw that I was a dramatically inclined kid and she was dramatically inclined as well so those are some of my early memories of that. Um, And I think that I've spent a lot of my life trying to get back to that sort of feeling um, that yeah. I had with her. So, uh, yeah. So she she really inspired me a lot. That's so cool. That is so that is so cool. And it is so interesting that that it just takes like it just takes like one thing, you know, in order to kind of get yourself involved into something, you know, and then you basically start to develop in that area, you know. So that is really cool. And So what are some of the things that you can tell me for those from those first acting experiences that you have and also what you were able to learn from? Uh, well, I, I didn't really start acting seriously. I did music a lot more before, like when I was a okay. teenager. And, uh, that I took music a lot more seriously. I didn't really do much acting, um, mm -hmm. but there was a seed planted and then I started doing music theater a little bit and then I didn't really take acting seriously till I went to George Brown in Toronto where I studied yeah. and uh, uh, that was brutally difficult uh, at first because yeah, I very insecure and um, yeah I, I was very insecure and theater school is pretty pretty rough um, yeah. in a lot of ways critiqued all the time uh, and uh, yeah So you wanted to hear about my first acting experiences, right? There? Yeah, like a little bit of it. Yeah, like a little bit of those. Yeah, well, I mean, theater school, like uh, you get up in front of people and you're super nervous and then there's a guy sitting in the corner somewhere and he picks apart everything that you just did. And uh, um, so that was really challenging in and of itself. But then I think, I think now yeah. thinking about it, I think 
some of the hardest things about acting are staying with it when you're getting work for bits and then you don't have any work for a while and you're auditioning and then the auditions kind of slow down and then you randomly get a bunch of auditions or you'll book something and you'll be really excited great and then that booking will be done and then you'll have nothing and that in between space is very very difficult because I think as as artists and actors we get a lot of our self value from working and when you're not working uh it it's pretty so I I'd say that's probably the hardest part we're talking about challenges there you go and starting with your acting performances on uh, on uh, on theater so you were in circles uh, meant a flea in her ear high life I mean the list goes on and on which is uh, which is super cool but tell me like how you usually prepare before starting performing do you have a you know like a, let's say a, like a so-called ritual or a thing that you always do in order to kind of set your mind into are you talking about when i first get asked as something or before or like performing. when i yeah when i'm okay like so like the day of a performance for example exactly. like if mm -hmm. all the prep work but yeah. the yeah. day of the performance okay yeah okay so like today i'm in a i'm in a production today in a few hours actually i'll be going on stage tonight oh, okay. yeah um we're oh. doing in pentecton where i where i live we're doing a play called every brilliant thing and it's a one man show uh, probably one of my favorite shows right now um beautiful beautiful play uh so what i'll be doing is i'll probably go to the theater about an hour early mm -hmm. um and i also like to make sure that my day is like mostly clear so i'm not super super busy yeah and uh i like to do some like yoga or something active at the beginning of the day mm -hmm. but just before the performance I'll go down to the theater and I'll like lay on the floor for for like 20 minutes or something well, I have these uh I have these balls from theater school that I lay on you put one under your sacrum and one under your head and like you do some breathing exercises um and then uh yeah so I'll do that for a bit and then uh what it, it's different each day cuz you need different things each day like if yeah. i need my voice is feeling a bit burnt out i might do a bit of a vocal warm up um uh, or if uh my mouth is feeling really sluggish and and i'm sounds like i'm going to barely string a sentence together that yeah. people then so i'll do some tongue twisters or things like that or just kind of go blah 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 stick my tongue out and you know things like that um and uh then there's a uh, an exercise that uh, well it's called it's just relaxation you sit in a chair and um then you just start to move your your arms one at a time around and uh get into those sore spots and mm -hmm. then you can call the sharp 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 sound not sharp <laughs> um and you just like try to get like in the bottom of your belly and do this really yeah. gut like oh sound um so cool so it's all fairly meditative uh that i find if i'm really low energy that day i might want to run around the theater a bit um but uh oh and the last thing that i like to do is walk around the whole space mm -hmm. and and like i'll go up the stairs and look down at the stage 
and stay there for a bit, get really close to the curtains, hold them in my hands, and then walk back down, do a whole perimeter of the whole space. So I just yeah. feel, you know, it's my my home for mm. the night. And uh, no part of it is a stranger to me. Um, so uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'd say I, I do before performing. That is cool, that is cool. And how do you usually prepare a character? Now I understand, of course, that uh, that depends on the role, right? But what usually sets, yeah, sets you up into this character creation journey, let's say? Uh, well, uh, I mean, it, it's kind of boring, but you just, you just read the script a whole bunch of times and uh, you, okay. you keep revisiting it. Uh, and you look for different things. The first time you read through the script, just let your imagination go and just okay. feel whatever you can, whatever it is that comes up. I, I mean, that's what I do. Um, and then and then there's a lot of detective work, right? Like finding out, uh, like writing things down, what other characters say about you, what you say about yourself, uh, what you say about others. Um, so you can start to get an understanding of the environment in which your character lives and then take mm -hmm. note of anything that's historic, like is something that someone says about you, is that a fact? Is that part of your history and you need to write that down as part of your past or are they making it up and they're not really, uh, they're not really a dependable narrator. Um, okay. So, yeah uh it's a lot a lot of script work that's where most of my choices come from because if you start making choices too early and you don't understand the full script then you're mm, yeah, uh exactly. you're not based on the world of the play and you're doing something else so everything has to be rooted from the script totally totally yeah, i can understand that and moving on a little bit on your performances on tv so you were in just clicked bad woman bones of crows yeah. but tell me like what do you think on your experience that it's the like one of the most important things for storytelling in film specifically yeah oh um i guess uh the most important thing about storytelling with film as an actor you're asking about specifically right yeah, yeah. uh Well, again, it's understanding the style that you're working in. So hopefully uh, you have a sense of that before you step on that, because with with any uh, with anything that you're doing, it can be a very different style. Like oh, yeah. if, it, if it's a comedy, if it's uh, if it's drama, if they're going for something that's hyper realistic, or if mm. they want uh, if they want something that's a little bit more of a caricature. Um, So understanding that first off, and then just being really rooted in the, the core of, of your character. Okay. So have done your script work, uh, and then just be really, really open and available and simple. Like, don't try to do too much. Like, make choices, I guess, be impulsive. But like, I used I used to be really overactive with my eyes and my eyebrows face okay uh, but on camera every every movement like this is a very close frame right now right like if i move my eyebrows up like that that's telling a story if i put them back down if i you know every tiny little subtle thing a little glint in your 
guy is is uh, is storytelling on film because it's so it's so magnified. With theater, you have to kind of you have to project a bit more because mm. um, you have to reach to the the back of the audience, make sure that everyone can hear and see and feel you. But with film, the, the camera is like usually like right up in your face. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you have to make sure it's really subtle because if you're doing all these kinds of things, it's gonna people are gonna get freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. And what do you like the most about acting? And also, what advice could you give to those who you know started recently uh, in the acting business? What I like most about acting. Um, I, I love the fact that uh, that acting gets you to learn different skills. For example, yeah. for this that I'm in right now, I, I'm a really terrible dancer generally, yeah. but I learned how to do some how to do some dance moves and uh, had to rehearse those a bunch to get them fluid. And then I'm speaking on top of it, so learning new skills is a really cool part of acting. Mm -hmm. um, you whatever the role is. If you have to look really comfortable riding a horse, for example, then you have to learn how to do that. Yeah, of um, course. I love that. And then that it's a very, like it's, I feel like it's something that promotes me being healthy as a person uh, physically, because you, you need to use, your body is your instrument. Yeah. So you have to be pretty well in tune with it to do, to do well, I, I think. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of different schools of thought about that, but. Uh, Yeah, I like I like that element of it uh, as well. And then of course there's just the beautiful connection between yourself and an audience for live stuff. And then yeah, it's it's different with film there, but uh, but I love the subtlety of film. Mm, okay, okay. Now, besides acting, you also do music. But tell me what usually inspires you? to create music like how is that journey for you in order to create a song uh it's uh i mean sometimes it can be something that i'm really stressed or broken up about like mm -hmm. if yeah. something really traumatic has happened in my life or i'm heartbroken um a lot of songs yeah. come out of that obviously and you sit down and you, it's it's like uh you don't really It's like you have people that you could maybe talk to about something, but none of it feels right. So you have to have a very private experience of kind of just getting something out musically. And it feels uh, it feels more full than talking about it in a lot of cases. Um, but okay. I mean, it can come from it can come from all kinds of things. I can hear a weird sound as I'm walking down the street and then I go, ooh, I, I then I'll record it with my phone and then I'll put it into my program and then start to build something off of this weird little sound that I heard or yeah. start hearing a drum beat or you wake up in the morning and you just feel like you can feel a kind of rhythm or you can hear a little bit of a thing in your head and then you try to pluck it out on the guitar or the piano and then you just chase it down. It's sort of like, uh, I feel like writing songs is sort of like trying to remember a dream. You have to dig into your your unconscious in a really specific way into almost like a different world that's part of you. And uh, yeah, and a combination of really reaching for it and grabbing it and allowing things to surface. Okay, okay. 
And where can we listen some of your music? Uh, on Spotify. It's all up on Spotify. It's yeah. on uh, Apple Music. It's on a bunch of platforms. Uh, you can go to my website, this lucaspenner.com, and all of my links are there. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'll make sure, yeah. I'll make sure to add that on the description later on for the YouTube video and also for the for the episode on Spotify and Apple Podcast. I will put on the description all of those links so everybody who's tuning in can check them out. So. Great, yeah. I'm I'm releasing music more and more regularly. Uh, released. I've already released three singles this year, so uh, I'm planning on just doing more in the in the next bit and trying to get better at the marketing aspect. Yeah. Okay. That is so cool. Now, if you had to describe a movie in which all of the characters you have played at the moment will gather for a party, tell me what would be the name of the film. Uh. Uh. Jeez, uh, uh, what would I call that? Maybe like tears, tears, blood, and uh, um, <laughs> tears. Let me think here. Tear. Oh, uh, tears, drugs, blood, and uniforms. That's what the name of the film would be. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Okay, okay. And if you could describe your career at the moment, either your music or your acting career at the moment, but in a movie, TV show, book, a play, even a musical, why not? What would be the title of it? Uh, just about to explode. <laughs> okay, okay. I like that too. Yeah, I so think... that would be like the prequel in order to for the other one, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry, what was that? Yeah, so... Yes, so the one you just mentioned will be the prequel in order to make the one from all of the characters you, you have played at the moment, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Now, what about describing your career, but on a drink or even a meal? Why not? What would be the title of it? Oh, my career, my career as a drink or a meal? Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, not 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 a drink that exists already, right? I mean, if you want, yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to use wine or beer or vodka, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I like Negronis, so. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if my career is like a Negroni, but uh, that would be good. It, it would be perfect if it was. So. Okay. I'll, I'll we just call it that. I'll take that. I'll take it. Okay. And like my last question here is like, what motivates you? You know, we all have those days in which you want to say, you know what, fuck it, I, I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, it's been like a waste. I mean, like getting inside into all of these toxic thoughts uh, or in that mentality, it's way too easy. But what gets you out of it? You know, what kind of uh, puts you back on your feet so you can continue on this journey? Um, I think just just uh it's it's very personal i guess the just just remembering how much i love making music and love telling stories and uh i think also trying to remember the the impacts that other people's stories have had on me other yeah. people music and how how those things have moved me so much and shaped who i am in such yeah. a huge way 
And the thought that I could potentially be able to do that for somebody else as well. And also to get less precious about um, what I think it's supposed to look like for me externally. Like, I, I've been talking to my counselor about this, just focusing on your yard, focus on your little bit of what your what your responsibility is. You can't control everything that's outside of you, obviously. So just being like, okay, well, today I can write a song or yeah. today I can uh, learn the lines or I can read a play or I can uh, start applying for a grant. Just like trying to keep it within your grasp of things that you can do and remembering that you love it and that when it works it really really affects people in a hugely positive way i love it i love it but it is true i mean at the end, at the end of the day i mean what can i say man i mean your career is so so cool here i'm super sure that eventually we're gonna basically know more about you i mean basically from everywhere you know because the fact that you're doing it and and that's like one of the that is like one of the cool things that i uh that i love the most about when i uh, interview actors or actresses the fact that you guys do it because you love it you know it's as simple as that may sound i mean we all know that for some people it might take decades or even a whole lifetime for them to discover something that they want to do for the rest of their lives and the fact that you're doing it I think that is super inspiring, but but also at the same time, it's kind of a living proof that uh, that everything is possible. But of course, there is like a, a lot of hard work that you need to do first in order to you know to kind of uh, to kind of be in a uh, yeah to be, to basically go between one step at a time. So the fact that you're doing it, man, that is so cool. Uh, as I said, I can't wait for your awesome career to just blow up at some point, which is gonna happen. Hear me out, super sure. Also with your music, I mean, who knows? Maybe at some point. Coachella, Tomorrowland, you know, like some festival like that. That would be cool. And, uh, and, Ready to uh, explode. Also, yeah, I'm hearing that. That's going to happen soon. And also, I want to I, I wanna thank those watching this right now. Thank you so much for watching this. Or they're watching this later on here on Instagram or later on YouTube or on or listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm sure that you're following Lucas on social media. Normally, what I would say, three to put boss. Go follow this guy. Leave him a like. I mean, let's go hashtag Team Lucas. Let's make him viral and make sure everybody knows about all of his awesome work. And uh, before I send you off, I intend you properly with an epic send-off. If you have seen some of my episodes before, you know exactly what's about to come. If not, I can surprise you. So uh, let me show you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And um, yeah. At some point, we're going to have live audience, I promise. But in the meantime, you know how it goes. But uh, but again, thank you so much. Keep killing it. Keep being awesome. And I'll see you in the next one. Great. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>